Welcome to What Is It All For, a podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. (laughs) Caroline. Jason. What is something that I say often where I'm like, I'm so glad I'm an adult because I can... Eat a cookie for breakfast. Yes. Did you have a cookie? I didn't have a cookie. Did you have a cinnamon roll? I'm out of cinnamon rolls. We okay. Just, we just got back from- You better from, shut off this podcast right now because this is all going downhill. We just got back from a very uh, short road trip where we socially distanced, our social distance friends became close distance friends. We after did a doing bubble. Like a quarantine. We did like a little bubble. We quarantined, well, we quarantined for like months, but <laughs> they did like a solid seven days of not seeing anybody. And then we met up at a place- all my all my cinnamon rolls went to them. That was the elaborate story behind that. Yeah. So I don't have any cinnamon rolls. You gotta, offered up your cinnamon rolls. I got to get friends. back in the kitchen. I got to make. Also, rolls. how weird was that being within like three feet oh, of a person? Oh, that was bizarre. Yeah. That was bizarre. Also, kind of nice to like be around oh, other yeah. humans and like actually interact. For sure. The important part of this, I had a s'more before we recorded today at. Whatever time you've it been just on a was. s'more kick. Is it Noon? just because we have the ingredients? Because yeah, we had s'mores sure. while we were on yeah. vacation, and then the day we got back, I looked over and you were having like a midday two yeah, yeah, p.m. Yeah, s'more. Yeah. This is what I s'more. love about being an adult. It's you can just, just have dessert sugar. whenever you want. Yeah, just whenever you want. You want a midday s'more before you record a podcast? You know what I, honestly, now's the time to bring this up. Okay, <laughs> I think that you really indulge your sugar. Like love of sugar, and you're like, I'll eat a cookie for my breakfast. Sugar love? Your sugar love, yeah, <laughs> my sugar sugar love. I don't know. Is it a song waiting to happen? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> and I, we've established, I'm less of like a sugar and more of like a savory, a gal. savory, yeah, chips, carb, fries, <laughs> potato products Potatoes of any kind. Shape. And so I'm wondering, like, why are you? And, I'll, and I'm going to answer my own question in Great. a second, Enjoy. but why are there always just like a delicious confection waiting for you on our counter? And why do I not have a supply of French fries or and <laughs> or potato chips that I can eat at any time of the day? Okay. Now okay. what's the answer to that it's question? It's a couple things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's no one stopping me from <laughs> right. doing that. First of all. So it's really just an effort right. issue. Uh-huh. And you bake your own goods right. and you that's how they get on the counter exactly. not not from the confection fairies nope it's from you me personal effort doing it so i'm recognizing that yeah. first and foremost secondly that's this is thirdly thirdly i would say that in general i exercise 10 percent of the amount that you do <laughs> <laughs> and so that's just a personal choice of my own health that so i can't like, yeah you can't do that you, um mm. Mm. <laughs> Now, fourthly, Glad we cleared that up. I would like to say there's almost always a potato chip in our cabinet. Yeah. So you have it upon you should you like to have I know, but four chips. You know at this noon. about me? If it's in a cabinet, it doesn't exist. <laughs> if is, it's away, yeah. it's away. Then this is your own. It might personal, as well be. Maybe you need like a potato chip treasure box in your <laughs> office. <laughs> Again, you if it's in just, a box. You could always just you, maybe it's clear. It's a clear box. It's a clear box, <gasps> like an acrylic clear box. Uh-huh. That you can just uh-huh. open I love it. it. And take a chip and then close it back up whenever it. you want. Or like a chip jar. Or like, like a, a cookie chip jar. jar. Oh, hello. <laughs> she got excited. Back up off the mic a little bit. She got bit. excited and she bumped the mic. Bit. No, have you ever seen a chip jar? 
It's like a glass cookie jar, but you just fill it with chips. Do you think they get stale? I think I get the idea behind this. <laughs> I can possibly visualize. Show me some Pinterest images after, though, so I can really exists? understand what a chip jar would be. I think I need a chip jar. Great. People have, have candy jars. Have I don't want candy. Little, I want a chip jar. Pop the tall guys. I want a French fry jar. I want potato and sticks. Seal, and they seal, so they won't go bad. What? My little the tall glass jars that I have for flour that mm-hmm, are in the cabinet. Mm-hmm. Pour some chips in there, and it seals tight, so they won't get stale. You know me; I hate anything that's close to being stale. Wow! Wow! What a thing! Wow! Wow! Okay, chip jar—that's right. an actionable item. Hey guys, leave a comment below. What would you put in your jar. chip jar on your desk? It doesn't have to be chips; just what's in your jar. You also know they can't comment, right? Because <laughs> you didn't. I didn't. You hundred percent like, went with yeah, it. Yeah, let's hear. Yeah, it. let's. You leave those podcast comments. You know. Okay. Well. I don't know, DM us. If you're listening right now and you're like, oh, head on over yeah. to Instagram.com slash wandering aimfully. Yeah. And just in my DMs, just be like, I would put Twizzlers in my chip jar. Oh, nice. I would put hot Cheetos in my chip jar. But don't say anything that you listen to this podcast nope, episode. Don't, don't. Just say that. Yeah. Just say, I would put hot Cheetos in, in my, my chip, chip jar. jar. That's it. That's the message. <laughs> sugar, sugar love. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about today? Gosh, it wasn't just that. We're um, not done. Well, we could we could end it there. Just five minutes of See a good, ya. good tangent. Great question, Jason. So what we are talking about today is we recently made a pretty big decision. It's a big life decision it's, for us. It's a big change in terms of how our uh, next year or two was going to go. We And so we wanted to talk about why we made that decision. Spoiler alert, COVID. How we made that decision. And really, this is a podcast episode about dealing with any type of big change that you didn't kind of see coming in your life or a shift in maybe your future plans. That Because let's be honest, 2020 is not going how any of us thought it would go. And so our guess is you probably have something that you had planned for this year or next year that isn't going to come to fruition in the way that you had planned in January of 2020. All of us little ignorant babies just like, yeah, best year ever. Yeah. And so I hope that in sharing our experience of how we came to this decision, it will help you in whatever big changes you're making in your own life right now and adjusting your plans and maybe feeling a little bit better about it. Yeah. So do you want to talk about what our plans were? Sure. Or do you want to acknowledge our privilege first? Well, let's give them a little precursor because I think that'll give some context for the privilege. Yeah. So for many years, we have been – well. First of all, let's go back to 2013 or 14. We decided we're going to leave Florida. We're going to move to California. We just want some adventure in our life. We want to get out of where we've lived forever and just see a different part of the country and actually live there. So we did that. We sold everything, moved across country. It's been great. We've absolutely loved it. We love Southern California. Best decision we ever did. Made. Just It's great. And we visited a bunch of other cities and a bunch of other places, but like this really does feel like our home. In being here, as time has gone on and you've seen more of America be America, we were like, I don't know, maybe we want to see like how Europe is. And we went to Italy on a trip after we got married in 2017. And we were like, oh, wow, this is a whole different way of living, a whole different culture. Imagine that. Us Americans don't even know how the people live. We're like, well, Sorry. what if this two times, third time and you're out. It's going to be a solo podcast. He's referring to me hitting the mic. You probably didn't even hear it. No, they probably didn't hear it. Um so what would it be like to live in Europe? And, and this is the question that I posed to you, probably like when we got back from Italy, even while we were there, was 
what if we just lived here for a year or however long? We don't want to be digital nomads. We're not about staying in hostels and moving every two nights and everything's in a one backpack that we yeah. share. It's a it's a quality move, not a quantity move. We're yeah. not trying to see all the places. No, we're just trying to see a couple different countries, stay in a place for like a month, really get immersed in the culture as much as you can in a month. Get a little local coffee shop, so get anyway, into a routine. Okay. a couple of years ago, we decided let's do that. And so this has kind of just like been on our, our life bucket list for a while. And then... I think this was also, I should say, okay. it it was a, it was a very important timing thing as well, because this was going to be like our, we wanted to do this as just the two of us, a couple before we were going to have kids. Right. That I think that's an important piece For of sure. it because of the timing of it. Yeah. So uh, the idea was let's do this. We'll, we'll live abroad for like a year. I don't know. Maybe we'll find a place that we want to stay or maybe we'll want to come back. We'll figure that out kind of as we do that. And then we'll start pumping out children's <laughs> little, little entrepreneurs. I mean, hopefully. You know? um, so that was the plan. And so whenever we made that plan a couple years ago. Just, sorry, total aside, but when you just said that, you know how like the running joke is always like, oh, we're going to have like a basketball team. Right. We're going to have like a Y Combinator. <laughs> yeah, just like a tiny little, like, and we'll be the venture capitalist. Yeah, we're going to be like, uh, pitch yeah, me your pitch idea. Your idea. <laughs> Make a pitch deck. Oh, you're going to use Prezi? Mm, interesting choice. Um <laughs> Oh, you're going to use wooden blocks to describe your... Love app. it. All right, great. Analog, great. So we decided, I think this was two years ago, maybe three years ago when we are living in Oceanside, 2021 was going to be the year. We can like look forward to it. We have all this time to plan. And really the kind of determining factor of that was our dog Plaxico, mm-hmm. who passed away earlier this year. He, We knew he only had a couple years left at that point. So it was always just kind of like a moving target of whenever he goes, we're not forcing him to take yeah, his we're trip. Not, we're not shooing him out the door yeah, or anything. Just, you know, it's, we He's, know that his time yeah. is limited. And, so and we passed, were right. Yeah. And so he passed this year. And so that really showed us, okay, 2021, let's do this. So the idea was spring of 2021, our lease was up in the place that we live. We would then pack everything up, sell all of our stuff. That was the goal. No storage, no nothing, just like clean slate again. And then whatever we could fit in two suitcases and two backpacks, we're going to Europe. Adventure. And we're going to live in a life of adventure. We're going to pick some places. And we would do a lot of planning ahead of time. Yeah. Um, and then COVID hit. And that really derailed yeah. our timeline. But w- none of us knew what was going to happen with, the, obviously, the pandemic or, like, what this is going to be like or how it would change. And all of us were very naive and being like, yeah, in a year, it'll be fine again. Everything will be fine. So we never really decided spring 2021 we're not going. We just kind of said, let's wait till the end of 2020. We'll decide the end of the year. Right. We just sort of it. kept prolonging that decision because, ever, you know, you guys remember back in like March and April and May, it was all just new information, new information, right. new information, conjecture. How long is this going to last? Like Obviously, what's going to happen? Obviously, was off our list. Like that was the first <laughs> country to go. Well, yeah. And so we just didn't know what that was going to look like. And so before we get into how we came to the final decision, which is that we were not going to <clears throat> do our big Europe tri- trip next year. Like Jason said, we want to be very aware of the fact that we have no um, desire to be those people who are like, "Wah wah, I can't go to Europe," or like, "Man, I just right." Like, we don't want to be those people. Um, We recognize that this idea of wanting to go and spend a year in Europe is a very privileged position to be in in our lives and we want to just give that space to say that and to acknowledge that reality but as I mentioned at the top of this episode my hope is that in us talking about this big dream that we had that you can relate it to some sort of dream that you had which by the way doesn't have to be a big dream right so it could be 
I thought that I was going to get to see my kids graduate in this way this year, and it didn't happen. I thought that I was going to get to start this new thing on my business, but now I'm just trying to keep my head above water, and so I can't do it that way. I thought I was going to be able to have this big family vacation, and now I can't. So like whatever those plans were for what you wanted your life to look like in 2020 or 2021, probably all of us have some type of derailment that has happened in some way, shape, or form. And so, again, this episode is not just about when when Jason and Caroline can't go to Europe. Right. Man, what a – wow. wow. We go to our GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, kidding. Gosh. I'm kidding. Um, it's more about we are all in this position in life right now where we've been dealt a curveball and we've had to make some decisions about how to adjust our timelines. How can we do that in a way that feels empowering and not like – sad and disappointing and maybe it is a little bit of that but anyway we want it to be like ways that we've been able to navigate through that yeah uh so was your first point on there how getting how to get through the discomfort and the disappointment well i thought a good place to start would be like kind of picking up where you ended right before that which was our original plan was to wait until the end of the year to make this big decision but you and i basically two weeks ago decided to make just decide and So the first place I wanted to start is why we decided to just call it and not kind of just drag it out. Yeah. We're deciders. We're not. We are deciders. Like floaters. We're deciders, not floaters. Oh, you put your drink too far away. Wow. Far away. What are you going to do? Use telekinesis to get it into my hand. I'm not seeing it move at all. Not even the slightest bit. Did you guys think when you were little that you could try to do that? (laughs) Because me either. Yeah. Oh, you're actually going to do this. Can I? Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to give everyone the play-by-play. Here we go. (laughs) All right, she's moving the microphone boom arm, which I was nice enough to loosen so that she can move it in anticipation of her needing to do something. She's gotten up off the couch. This is actually kind of nice because she'll, uh, you know, she was already slouching pretty deep into the microphone, which, as you guys know, drives me nuts. So I can actually see her face and not What's marriage if I don't do stuff that drives you nuts? We're watching out for the cord. A little too close to your face. Mm. There we go. That's good. All right. We're back. And we're back. Congratulations. So we are deciders, not floaters. Yeah. So, and what that means is maybe you listening are similar in this way. What I have learned about myself and us over time is that we don't do well with uncertainty. Like we would so much rather take some sort of big change and, and adapt to it than to live in a place of uncertainty. And I think in unpacking that a little bit, it's because even if something is changing drastically, if you're deciding on that change, you are in control in some way, shape, or form. So living in this place of, are we going to Europe? Are we not? What's it going to be like? How are we going to do it? Do I want to go on a plane when all of this is going on? Do I not? Like that type of place is so much more unsettling to me than just sort of as someone would say, rip off the Band-Aid and say, we are not going to Europe. And now that is a different kind of pain, right? I'm using pain in like a very extreme term here, but that's a different kind of pain. That pain is not the pain of uncertainty. That's the pain of grieving a future that you had laid out for yourself that is now looking different. I've been thinking about for years. For years. And I think a lot of people might be able to relate to that in this 2020 existence that we're all in is, I had these big plans, I had these big visions, or even had a business that was going well and it got shut down or whatever. And yeah, it sucks and yeah, it hurts and yeah, it's disappointing. But if you just wallow in that forever, it's just gonna hold you down. It's gonna hold you back from moving forward and trying to figure out 
okay, well, what do I do now? Like, what's the next thing that I right. do now? Or even if you're in that place, like we were saying about uncertainty, where you're like, okay, should I X, Y, and Z fill in the blank? You know, should I do this or that? And asking yourself, should I month after month after month, instead of just deciding and saying, I'm not going to start that new business, or right. I am going to start that new business despite all the challenges right now. I think sometimes like living in that limbo is actually so much more stressful and draining than we realize. And it's just because we're afraid to choose a path. We're yeah. afraid to make a decision. And so for us, you know, yeah, I was kind of maybe trying to avoid it for as long as possible to let go of this dream that we've had. Because also for me, I know you worry about this less, but you know, I worry about it more. For me, it's a timeline thing. So it actually not going to Europe next year, then it it undoes all of these like loose ends in my brain about when are we gonna, you know, potentially find a house to settle down in? When are we gonna have kids? Like that all to me gets sort of like, up in the air now and I can choose to either let that uncertainty freak me out or I can say you know what I'm not going to worry about that right now I'm not going to worry about the domino effect right now what I'm going to do is I know that I'm not going to Europe next year I'm choosing that and so now how can I reframe that next year that time and make that decision feel empowering instead of disempowering so for me reframing 2021 is like okay Now I get this whole year before potentially Europe. Now I get this year to maybe do something different with the business that I wanted to do or Or just get the business more locked in. Get the business more locked in, more sustainable. Or for me, it's like this year has been really helpful for me despite all of the challenges. One of the silver linings for me has been not having any social commitments or travel has allowed me to get into a routine and rhythm with a lot of things. So I'm like a lot more um, journaling a lot more, meditating a lot more, getting my mental health dialed in a lot more. And so now I'm trying to find how can I reframe 2021 as like trying to get my health dialed in, try to get that figured out, you know, like use all of the restrictions and flip them on their head and be like, how can this be a positive in my life? Yeah, and and I do think just to acknowledge this again, our decision that we're dealing with does not compare to people's decisions where if there's actually a health issue or if there's right. actually a business that goes under, Do or I... like we're complaining, not necessarily complaining, but we're sharing our story of not being able to move to Europe and experience this other way of living. I get it. It, it is like a very unrelatable thing for sure. a lot of people. And for some people, maybe it's a very relatable thing. Like they had similar dreams and goals. And, and I just want to come back to that because I know that we listen to podcasts and we've even listened to some recently where it just feels like the things that people are complaining about are like super out of touch. Right. And I just want to come back and like recenter that of like, we get that the thing we're talking about is a very privileged and amazing thing that we have the ability to do. Granted, we've worked really hard to be able to build a life that allows us to do that. And we've made very, both and very, uh, intentional decisions, very intentional decisions, Captain Crunch, very intentional (laughs) decisions for this. And I think that there is something to be said for, it's also in relation to people who just are having their lives uprooted in some way. So anyway, I just want to like come back to that multiple times so that we totally. don't ever feel like, oh, 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 I just wanted to be in France. I wanted to have my croissant. <laughs> croissant. Totally. But like I can imagine if you're somebody – so let's take an example that is uh, so much harder. Like I think of someone who maybe – Maybe your business tanked and your mortgage is too much right now. And you yeah. ha- you have to downsize into a smaller house for your family. That could feel 
like, and maybe you're like trying to hold on month after month because you're like, I don't want to do this. Like we work so hard to live in this house. My kids love it here. We love our neighbors, like all these things, right? And so the dragging on is actually creating so much pain for you because it's the un- living in the uncertainty. But I wonder, I wonder if you could allow yourself in that scenario to go, what if I just decided we're going to do, we're going to downsize. And instead of making this a, you know, horrible thing that I'm being forced into, what are the flip sides of this that I can look for? And that's not about like, you know, that's not, again, I come back to this whole thing of I'm very aware of not trying to be toxically positive of just saying like there has to be a silver lining and everything. But it's really just about, you know, living each life or living each life that we live, living each day of your life in a way that you're not creating suffering for yourself. Because if you constantly every day are like, I I had to downsize. This is the worst thing that could have happened to my family. That's creating suffering rather than saying like, you know what? It sucks. You can say that. It sucks that we're going to move into this smaller house. It sucks that my kids are going to have to share a room for a year or two years. But you but know what? also bunk beds. Hello. Bunk beds are cool. Even for teenagers. Forts. Even for like late teenagers. You know? Even for early 20s. Maybe there's going to be an opportunity to get closer as a family because you're physically in each other's space more often. Yeah. And I think the thing that's really tough for humans too is this idea of permanence. Like yeah. We have this idea right. of... Oh, like for us, like not going to Europe next year. Then we're never going. We're never going. No, it's not that like, oh, I have to downsize my house. Now I have to live in this smaller house forever. No, you don't have to. Or like I'm a failure. You know, you you start like absolutizing it. It's about making sure that you understand that nothing is permanent. Where you were a couple years ago is different than where you are now. Where you will be in a couple years is different than where you are now. It's all going to change. And the more that you're open and receptive to that change and rolling with some of it, the easier it becomes when these things happen to you. And I think that's also something for us. We both grew up with a lot of change. Oh, yeah. With a lot of like I moved around a ton. You had a lot of family change. I also had a lot of family change. But I think it's why we're also really good a, at moving. Very good at moving. But it's also why we don't mind big change. Like, yeah, yeah. it still derails us and it's still kind of a bummer. But you Which, know, by the way, ties easy. back into our example Like, I know I'm not a parent, but I can imagine being a parent. One of the things that you want for your kids is continuity and stability and, you know, a good, comfortable life for them. But it's a reminder that, like, you and I grew up in a bunch of turmoil and change, and it actually prepared us in a lot of ways to be the adults that we are for COVID, for for this moment. You know, so there are there are positives that you can look for in situations. And one thing that we had talked about, kind of to your point, is about to your point about it not being permanent is about kind of being creative when you think about your future like you might have had these plans in your head that felt so firm and so static but now they're being shaken up and so the question is what are you going to do with that like can you kind of you know it doesn't mean you have to abandon your dreams but like almost ripping the Legos apart, putting them out on the floor and going, how can I reassemble these in a different way? And for us, to me, that's like, okay, I had this very specific vision. We were going to go to Europe. We were going to come back, find our house, have our kids, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, that's ha, ha, ha. Good good plan, but that's not going to work out. So now the question becomes, okay, I know we want adventure in our life. I know we want to experience different cultures. I know we do want a family at some point. Those are the pieces. Those are the things. But like, how can it look differently? Is it going to be in a different order? Is it going to be, maybe it's not a full year in Europe. Maybe there comes a time where we can do some type of safe thing and go to a place that's not living there for a year, but we feel safe enough we could do that. Like what are those kind of creative, flexible 
you know, manifestations of whatever your dreams are. And I just think like allowing yourself a little bit more wiggle room and how that actually looks in your life is probably a good thing. Yeah. And I, I really think trying to use creativity, whether it's with your close family or with your friends and just going like, okay, this is, this is how life is now that, you know, that we can't do the things we want to do. We can't stick to these plans. Well, what can we do? Right. What are the things we can do? What's a new family tradition we can start? What's a new monthly thing that we can do with our friends that like makes it interesting and something to look forward to that we've never done before. And it is really about just trying to get creative and have fun with it. And if you don't do those things, yeah, of course you're going to sit and feel bad and, you know, be upset about what you don't have, but what's that going to get you? Right. And, and I think that's the thing for me that I've just, you know, somewhere along my life, it, it came to me in that way of just like, like, what's the point in wallowing and all that? Like, I right. understand that it happens and we all do it, but staying there doesn't do anything for you. Well, yeah. In fact, the opposite, going back to what I said before, it creates suffering. Like this was one of the biggest lessons I learned through my anxiety journey is, and I think I've talked about it on a different episode, but it's worth repeating, which is when I was stuck in the place of why me, why can't I be normal? Why can't I just interact in situations like other people without feeling like my whole body was going to explode because of I have this very physical manifestation of anxiety. Every time I go back to that place of why can't it be different than it is, I create suffering for myself because guess what? I can't change that. I can't. There are things you can change and there are things you can't change. And right now we're all living through a lot of big changes that we don't have control over. Yeah. And so it's really about finding some sort of acceptance and finding empowerment in the things that you can control and what you do react to. Now, that said, I still want to make a lot of space for the grieving process yeah. of whatever future you thought you were going to live in 2020 and 2021 and beyond. That doesn't mean you just say, oh, this is the best year ever. And you try to convince yourself of that every day. No, no, no. That is about saying, this sucks. I thought my life was going to be X, Y, and Z. I thought I was going to have this. There's a lot of really sad things that are happening this year and we can make space to feel those things and feel the grief of whatever we're experiencing or feel the stress of whatever we're experiencing. If you're trying to make ends meet right now and COVID has completely disrupted your financial stability, make space for that suckiness, make space for that grief. But also like Jason's saying, I think it's about going, okay, I've felt that. What now am what I going to, yeah. what am I going to do about yeah. it? Because and, if I stay there, yeah, it what does that do? Yeah, and I think for for a lot of people, hopefully this year and for us, I know it's shown us this too is is really just trying to go back to like what are the things I can control? Because so much of this year has been completely out of our control, and it makes you feel like you're not in control of anything. And just trying to come back to, and that's why I think for me, like I've done more baking this year than I have my entire life previous to this right. year. I can, con well, for the most part, I can control it. Sometimes I get a turd <laughs> nugget of a loaf of bread. But can I can, you control I can control the time that I'm spending. I can yeah. control the effort that I'm putting in. I can control trying to learn something new. And that does make me feel good. And I don't think that I would have ever done as much baking as I did this year in previous years because... I just was like, ah, whatever, you know, like I'll do work stuff and I'll do whatever. But like this gave me a little bit of purpose during, especially early on in COVID where I was just like, I'm on the sourdough bread chain with everybody else, you know, yeah. just trying to like learn something new. So whatever that is, like, that's just a really silly example, but whatever that could be for you, again, it goes back to like, can I create new traditions with my family? Can I create new things with friends? Can I, you know, really lean into, okay, this year I'm not going to be able to get to have Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate upcoming, like I would have in the past. Okay that sucks. 
what can I do that's going to make that at least enjoyable now? You yeah. know, is it trying to teach my grandparents how to get on house party or something, you know, like yeah. what can make it fun? What can make it interesting so that at least you can enjoy that and you're not just going to sit and go, oh, well, we always had it this way for the past 20 years of my family because I'm speaking from experience of my family. Well, great. We got to figure something else out because right. otherwise it's just going to be sad for everybody. Yeah. I think one last point I wanted to make that I just thought of too is I think we live in a culture that teaches us to be really impatient with our wants and our dreams and we just – we want them now. Like we want the plan that we had and we want it as soon as we can get it. But one thing that this is teaching me is about having more patience and also whatever dreams you had for this year and next year, it doesn't mean that you can't – still have them it might be different like we talked about but how can you use this like extra time if your timeline of things has been pushed back or if this is a detour or like we said if you have to move the house or whatever how can you use that time as a as a bonus not a detour you know what I mean and so one thing that came to my mind was like if we did end up being able to go to Europe in 2022 let's say I have a year now that I can like brush up on my Italian, yeah. make have some conversational Italian if we want to do, you know, like what can you do with that extra time that has now been added to whatever timeline you have for your own life where you can, instead of just being like, oh, I'm out of the game, I'm on the sidelines and I'm standing still. No, like I'm on the sidelines and I'm like brushing up on my, what metaphor am I going to go for? I'm brushing up on my field kicks. Your what? <laughs> my field goal kicks. What's that? Hold on. <laughs> First, tell me the sport you're trying to explain. <laughs> it started with soccer, but it's football for sure now. American football. Field, field goals? Let's, let's acknowledge. American football. American football. Field goal kicks? Field Is that goals? a thing? Field goals. Would but be I kick them. You do kick them, but they're just called field goals. Okay. So instead of being like, you know what? I'm out of the game. I'm just going to sit over here, drink so my Gatorade. Just roll kicker. with me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a just kicker. trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. tell the story for yeah, 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 yeah. You're a yeah. kicker who maybe got cut from a team? No, I'm on a team. You're on a team. Yeah. But okay. I'm I'm like the third string kicker. Oh, okay. We don't ever have three kickers on a team. But that's okay. <laughs> this should. team does. This team does. Yeah. I'm a third string kicker. Yeah. I'm off the field. I'm yes. not even playing. Right. And I'm pissed because I wanted to play. Right. But I can't play because of COVID. Because <laughs> of COVID. Got it. Yep. And so I'm on the sideline. Now I have two choices. I can sit my butt on this bench and I can drink my Gatorade and I can drink my Gatorade. Yep. Or... I can be up with that fake little netted goal yeah. that looks like it belongs yeah. in soccer, but it doesn't. Yeah. And I can be perfecting your kicks. my kicks so that when I get put in the game, you put that Gatorade it. down. Does that? Yeah, I think it works. I think it works. Yeah, for right? sure. We're probably going to get too many emails about how good that <laughs> metaphor was. So if you guys can hold them back. Guys, what are you going to put in your chip jar? Yeah. What you, <laughs> leave a comment below. Uh, do you have anything else in your notes? No, I think that was a great place to wrap it okay, up. We covered it. I think that really just. It just really ties it up nicely, don't you? That metaphor. Yeah. I do want to spend just a couple of minutes to explain because we didn't really get a chance to share this, and I think it might be interesting for some people just to hear how we were thinking about living in Europe. Just like sure. a quick little aside. The, also, pl the plan that was not coming yeah, to fruition. Well, I think this is fun for two reasons. Number one, uh, just sharing how we were thinking about doing this is fun. Number two, maybe if anybody else wants to have this dream in their life in a couple years, go do something like this. Great. It gets them to think like, oh yeah, like that is a way you can do that. I can think about this. So for us, what Europe was going to look like was probably picking one country a month, mm -hmm. living in one place, maybe two, most likely just one. And with, then, with maybe like a, a like, like a, a weekend, weekend getaway trip in that or a country day trip yeah. or whatever. Um, but like starting out, say in um, Utrecht, 
the Netherlands was like mm-hmm. the first places on our list. So not even Amsterdam. Like we wanted to go slightly smaller cities. So like Paris and all these other places were no. not on our list. Right. We wanted to do smaller cities and we wanted to do more, less touristy, more like immerse in the culture, but still we only speak English. So like we would be able to survive because there are obviously like small villages we could go to and like no one would be able to talk to us. Right. Probably still be able to make it work. But so that was our goal. So every month we would kind of move to a different country. We'd already started an air table. This is back before we were using Notion all the time. But we started an air table. We'd actually found like short-term rentals. Uh, we started to decide, you know, the different cities, the different areas. We made this list. We started ranking them. We did all these things. And it was a really fun exercise. And I'm actually really excited to like get back into that. Yeah. Because it does build up the anticipation of what that could look like. And we could even do that now. And totally. even if that's in 2022, it does still get you excited. And I, I think the reason why I bring this up is you you do realize whenever you're planning for anything like this, no matter what type of adventure it is or thing it is, the planning of it is half as much fun as actually doing it. 100%. So trying to really enjoy that space, take time for that space. Um, so that was how we were thinking about it. And, and really just, again, to like get immersed in a culture and just see what is their life like. And we know the statistics of like, Spain, the life expectancy is longer and that people are happier and like other countries in Europe, it's like a similar thing. But to actually like, okay, but well, what does that look like? In yeah, we're life? just in, indulge that curiosity of like, why? How do they and live? How do they t- think about things differently? Like, Also, can we move our dinner time from 5 p.m. <laughs> to 9 p.m.? Is we that won't possible? survive. We won't survive. We'll have that. to do four meals a day. Yeah. We'll, we'll have be, to have it'll old, be a weird shift. old people um, American yeah. Yeah. dinner at 5 p.m. <laughs> it's us and a bunch of retirees. Yeah, yeah. on like a, a tour. Yeah. And then we'll have to do like we're locals 9 p.m. dinner. Yeah, just like a quick snack. Uh, so anyway, that was just kind of like I just thought it'd be fun to share. That was our plan. That is still our plan now. So we're just kind of 2022. Yeah, our current. Yeah. And what I think so that actually brings up one final thing that I do think is helpful is if you do have to make sort of a big decision and because of the uncertainty of COVID, you're not in a place where you can be like hard yes or hard no. What we did is we gave ourselves like a check-in point. We said, it's a hard no for 2021. We can see that very clearly. And so we said, let's check in fall of next year and let's see what's the status of a vaccine. What's the status of the numbers? What is travel like? Are are Americans allowed anywhere? Well, and what would it be like, right? So if we actually play that out and think about that in the fall, are we allowed to A, travel to the countries we want to travel to? Okay, let's say that box is checked. B, is there a vaccine that like people are feeling comfortable taking? Great, that box is checked. Then see what is the quality of life like? Right. Because if we aren't going to feel comfortable, then why would we even go? You know, right. we don't want to get there and just feel super uncomfortable because we're already uncomfortable here dealing with coronavirus, let alone being in a foreign place where you don't speak the first language, you don't know all the things, you don't know the area, all that. Like we don't want to live in that. That's not that's not at all what we were going for. So I think just like giving ourselves, all, like you said, all those checklists to kind of check into. Yeah, and if not, then we'll make a. You know, a pivot from there. A pivot from there. And yeah. we'll be like, what does it look like? And maybe that is a 2025 dream. And maybe we change to. We're going to go to the hotspot of Reno, Nevada and just really take in live all it up. the sights. The culture, the. Yeah. Okay. Sites. <laughs> the field goal kicking. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. That'll wrap up this episode. We hope uh, you know something in here for you. If you you had some big goals, you had some some big things on the horizon, and those things got derailed like they did for so many of us, you can now change those. And you can not look at things as like, oh, how can I get my life back to where it was before? Because it's just not going to happen. To how can I create this new way of living, this new way of thinking, get creative, again, give time and space for the grief and the suffering and the things that do come along with this for everybody but also acknowledge 
great, now I get to choose the next step forward. At least let me feel like I'm in control of whatever that is to whatever degree you can. Wow. Great summation. I did it? Yeah, oh, I loved was, it. Well, that's what happens when you have a s'more or a cinnamon roll. You get summation powers. I'm about to make a chip jar right now. You can make that chip jar. All right, that's it for this episode. We will be back in your earballs next week. Okay, bye. Um, bye.